Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, gonna guy, the toenail of Satan, red masked naked women, vigilantes, the Spartan Academy's re-education system, a catchy theme song, and boobies. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 166, Who is That Masked Naked Woman? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review, some podcasts and vending reviews about connecting and answering narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us at at gmail.com. I'm at Zan at Sparkin.com. We're on Twitter on Sparkin. We're on Facebook under Spark and Manga Review, and you can check out any of these links on our actual show notes at www.sparkin.com. Leave us a comment on there, or leave us some stars on iTunes if you have us. Eventually, we should join one of those other websites where you download, like, the Zoom Marketplace or whatnot, but we'll get there eventually. We're working on that. So, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I've been pretty good. I've been working out, trying to get things together, especially because 2012 is about to end, and it's going to be 2013. Yes, that big, awesome, amazing 2013. A new year where hopefully things will be looking a lot better than this year. has been a lot of tragedy and a lot of fucked up things have happened, but hey, life is good. Life will get better. Um, But let's not worry about the depressing shit, shall we? Let's get into something a little more fun, especially with this episode, because we are going to have a lot of fun. Because, if you remember the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated us reviewing a manga which is completely and utterly fucking insane. Manga, it's a parody, it's a comedy, it's a shonen series, it's completely out there. It is a series which is just so crazy that only one man could create it. And I'm not talking about Kazuo Koike. I'm talking about the man himself, the crazy uncle of manga, or actually the father of manga himself, Gonagai. Yes, it's a series that Gonagai created, so if you remember from the episodes like Mazinger, Cutie Honey, and Violence Jack, you know you're in for some crazy shit. So, this manga was published by Shuisha and Shonen Jump. It was in, actually, so this was written for little kids despite the concept and what the fuck it's about, which when I tell you, you're going to be astounded 
and Amazed. Came out in 1974 to 1978. There's five volumes. There's another manga series. There's ten live-action movies. There's three OVAs. And there's a lot of other shit behind this, including some great doujinshis involving the main character, who is, well, actually, before we get into what the title of this manga is, I want to talk a little bit about tokusatsu. I know I usually don't talk about that, but it's kind of important. You see, back in the day, back in the 50s, Japan didn't have a lot of heroes, and they had one hero, this guy who was awesome, amazing, and he was this guy who rode a motorcycle, and he was the tokusatsu hero, he was like Kamen Rider, he was the guy that would show up, fight bad guys every episode, and then he'd leave, and his whole deal is that he was the Moonlight Warrior, or translated as Gecko Kamen. He's pretty badass, his finishing move was he'd hold his hands out at the enemy, and six guns would shoot out, and he'd kill the guy, shooting him full of bullets. You know, this was for kids, so they'd be happy and teach him that guns are good. So, going to guy grew up on this stuff, and he had an idea. He said, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been doing a lot of Mazinger. I've been doing a lot of Get a Robo, doing a lot of Cutie Honey, and I'm kind of bored. But my editor is trying to get me to come up with some new concepts, so I know what I'll do. I'll make a, this stupid concept, and when I show it to him, there's no fucking way he'll let it go through, so when I make it and show it to him, he'll tell me get the fuck out and I can take a vacation and take a break. So, he took that concept of Gecko Common and he said, why don't I make a different character? A character who, more strange, more bizarre, and my character's gonna be named Gecko Common. And to make it easier, I'll give her a concept that's so bizarre, so fucked up, that he will think I'm completely insane and there will be no way he will approve it. So, he made this character Kekko Kamen, who was supposed to be a joke, and when his editor saw it, as opposed to his theory, which was that his editor was going to be so mad, he's going to say, get the hell out, take a break, he told him, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen, make more of it. So this joke that Gonagai came up with to kind of get a break, ended up giving him more work, and he was just perplexed, like, really? I, I can't make this. So he created this absurdly bizarre manga surrounding this concept of a vigilante who saves young girls. Well, <coughs> let me explain what Keiko Kamen is about first. Because Keiko Kamen takes place in the Spartan Academy. The greatest academy in Japan. If you think your school is bad, this place is bad. If you get below a 90, they torture you. They will take you into a torture room, they will strip off your clothes, and they will humiliate you. Well, unfortunately, only one student in the entire school has below a 90 average, which is this one girl whose name is Mayumi Takahashi, who they constantly end up ending, taking her to the torture chamber to humiliate her, violate her, and do horrifically evil things, which involves ropes, and seeing her boobs a lot, and she's always cry, crying. And you're probably wondering, wait a minute, who the fuck would run a school this crazy, this insane, with these evil persons? Well, the person who runs it is Satin no Ashinosume. Or, the toenail of Satan. He's this creepy guy in a jester hood and this white devil mask. And he's just perverted and crazy and he wants to make all the students get into whatever school they want to go to. And if they don't, well then, it's their fault and he can't have that, let that happen. He has to make sure that every student gets into the school they want to or else his plans won't work, which is just to make the best school possible. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why doesn't someone complain about this guy? Why doesn't someone just call the police on him. Well, he gets results. Every student who goes to Sparta Academy ends up in Todai or whatever school they want to go to. So, with that in mind, they let him do whatever the hell he needs to do in order to get their child 
where he needs or to go to. But unfortunately, in order to facilitate this, to make this project work, so he employs all these teachers who their job is to, if the students are bad, they will torture them and do horrible things to them. And surprisingly, each one of these teachers could be the villain on any tokusatsu series, and they have some weird theme. I mean, in the anime series, they have one person who is Gestapako, who's a woman who's dressed up like an SS agent. There's also an insane wrestler guy who has a really big head and he's undestructible. And then you have the one guy who's a snake charmer and the one guy who's the gay man. And you have all these weird people who, they have all these weird skill sets which shouldn't be in a school, but that's why they've been fucking hired to do this stuff to make you the best that you can be. And each one of them, they do these tests to make sure that you are as smart and as awesome as you are. And if you aren't, if you fail these exams, they will punish you. And these exams are bizarre. It could be the dumbest things possible. Like, they'll have night cramp sessions, and if you dare to fall asleep, they'll take you to the torture room. And so, what happens is that they take Mayumi to one of these torture rooms one day, and as they're about to do horrible things to her, suddenly they hear a theme song. And just like in Cutie Honey, it's written in the manga all the lyrics which eventually become the theme song for the anime so it's kind of cool and as they hear this theme song they look around sometimes a spotlight will show up and then and they see a leg that has a boot on it pop out of the corner and it's a beautiful leg they're like ha and as they're oogling this leg suddenly someone pops out backwards and looks completely astonishing they're like ha and you hear her kind of moaning creepily and she says that's right you two are despicable in covering the face, but not the body, rescuing the boys and girls who sweep at excessive studying. This is the fighter, Keiko Kamen. And we are introduced to our heroine of the series, who's not even really in it for more than two panels at a time. A superhero who her entire costume is the boots, a pair of gloves, a scarf, and a rabbit-eared red mask. That's it. Now poor everyone wait, so what's so shocking about that? I mean, that's all she's wearing. She's fucking naked. And that's the thing, is they see this naked girl whose theme song is playing, and they're like, oh my god, it's it's a beautiful naked woman with huge tits. And then she proceeds to beat them up using a pair of nunchucks and possibly bow staff. And, you know, generally the main bad guy or main teacher will start to beat her up, and then she'll use her ultimate attack, which is the O pierogi jump, which essentially is her jumping spread eagle into his face with her crotch in his face, then crushing his head between them. And usually, whatever teacher gets injured by this falls over, they have a smile on their face and kind of a, it was totally worth it look on their face. And this may sound like the most brilliant and wonderful and amazing manga, but it is bizarre as shit. Because you don't know who this Keiko Kamen is, because she runs away and no one knows who it is. And there's so many people that are suspected, and the whole running joke is every episode, okay, toenail saying, I'm going to beat you up, oh, I... He'll come and I promise I'll never do it again. Alright, I don't believe a word he's saying, but I'll be there to protect Mayumi and these girls, and then she runs off. Now that's what this manga is about, pretty much. Every episode is just someone coming, causing problems with the students, taking Mayumi and ripping her clothes off, and then Keiko Kamen shows up, and then them trying to figure out who Keiko Kamen is through some weird scheme. Like one time, okay, these two girls are possibly Keiko Kamen, so we'll kidnap them and have a tiger go and attack them, but oh no, the tiger's gay and only attack male people, and all this other crazy shit, and then Keiko Kamen shows up, but it's not them. I mean, it took five volumes for them to actually reveal the truth about Keiko Kamen, which you may think, you may suspect, and I'm not going to spoil it here, because you may want to read this manga, even though this manga is completely, well, what the fuck, because you have some really weird characters, like one character is a girl that's dressed up like a guy, 
who they think she's Keiko Kamen and she's not Keiko Kamen. Then you have another person who she's obsessed with Keiko Kamen and she decides to become her own superhero. So she gets a rapier, she gets a cape, a hat, a mask, similar to Sapphire from Princess Knight. And then that's all she wears except for a big bow across her crotch. And she is the Ribbon no Shishi. And she's a character who a lot of people cosplay as and they do a really good job. You have a couple other people, including an attractive nurse. You have the evil mad scientist teacher, Teacher Ben, who wants to dissect people because he's crazy. He's constantly punishing Mayumi. And then you have a bunch of other crazy fucking characters. And it's very wash, rinse, repeat. It's like any tokusatsu series. It's just bad guy shows up. Stuff happens. They're wondering who Keiko Kamen is, if she's going to show up, if she's going to show up. And then her music sounds. She doesn't show up. Or she shows up and there's no music. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? A lot of comedy in it, a lot of just gags, and honestly, it's meh. It really is. It's just, just kind of whatever. Because Keiko Common is just, you know, oh, you, she's naked, and the whole thing is, the whole joke, she's naked, oh, she's naked. And this is written for little kids, like little 10 year olds will find this is the most amazing and awesome thing possible. But it's just like, meh. It's just, oh, Keiko Kamen shows, oh no, someone's being troubled. But wait, oh no, Keiko Kamen isn't showing up because the guy who's being in, the person in trouble is a boy and it's not this girl Mayumi, so she's selective. She's stalkering only for this one girl at only half the time. Pretty much Keiko Kamen is the worst superhero ever. There's not much you can really say about it. I don't even know what to say. It's just, it's just a what the fuck manga. It really is. I've seen better. I've seen a lot better, but. It's not bad. Um, compared to Cutie Honey, this was just, like, y- you could see he didn't really put the effort into it. The designs are okay. It's very Gonagai-ish. You know, some characters are really super deformed. The women are drawn well. There's a lot of lesbian undertones in it. And the villain is, well, he looks really stupid. So, I mean, what can I say about this manga? I mean, besides that, I mean, you can't get it anywhere. You have to look for it. I had to find it on a website. To even check it out, and honestly, it could have been a lot better. You know what? I'm just gonna leave it at that. I think that's all we can really leave it at. It's just, it's Keiko Common. It's a Gona Guy series, and it's okay. Um, now for the rating of the manga, I'm gonna have to give this a give from your crazy aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It's okay. I mean, you're not gonna forget it, but it's just, it's meh. It's not super stellar. It's not you want to read the whole thing over and over again. It's just you go through it, you look at it, it's okay, and it could be better. You know? It's really all I'm going to say about that. So, if you have any questions or comments about this, or if you think differently, email me, zansparkin.com or sparkin.gmail.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and um, with that in mind, let's get to the party you've been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The- Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except I'll substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. Whenever a number it lands on it, so we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 167. So let's see what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Number six. So, in the next episode, we're reviewing, oh, another tokusatsu-esque series. Um, this one's actually made by the guy who did Skullman. That's kind of cool. So, next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're reviewing Cyborg 009. Another retro manga, but 
hopefully we'll do have a lot more fun with that. Uh, so I guess that's it for this episode of the Spargan Mountain Review. Thanks for listening, you guys. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'm Gonsville. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Bye.